Okay, there's the Rembrandts with one of the most recognizable TV themes of all time. And why not, right? It's Thursday. It's Throwback Thursday. And today is all about Friends because the Friends reunion special is finally, finally available. A year after they uh, shot it, it started uh, streaming overnight. Here's our friend and TV critic, Bill Brio. He joins us to discuss here on 640 Toronto. Bill, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. That is a great TV theme, isn't it? It is, you know, and it just uh, it still sounds good. It still sounds fresh uh, today. And to say that people are interested in this uh, reunion would be an understatement. It started streaming at uh, midnight on HBO Plus in the States. And apparently the server almost immediately went down. There were so many people trying to watch this thing. As a matter of fact, somebody on uh, Twitter wrote, because uh, every Friends episode starts with the one with and then fill in the blank. Somebody, Bill, on Twitter said uh, the one where no one can watch because HBO crashed. <laughs> That's perfect. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, not unexpected. Huge number of fans, different generations of fans. You know, young people are watching Friends, even though it started like 25 you know, years ago, right? Yeah. Just before we kind of look back, uh, let's talk a bit about the special. And I want to warn people that there are possible spoilers in our discussion ahead. So if you haven't seen it yet and you want it to be a surprise, just warning you right now. But is there a piece of news from this long awaited reunion show that has really stood out for you? You know, there's a couple of little things. Um, They do suggest that Ross and Rachel, uh, you know, David Schwimmer and uh, Jennifer Aniston, uh, you know, really did have a thing for each other. There was that that chemistry that you saw right from the start was real. Uh, I wasn't, uh, you know, certain that that was the case. Um, and uh, yeah, just the order that which they were cast. They they talk about that in the special that Schwimmer was the first cast, and they really wanted him and went after him. And uh, he had something else lined up, and they talked him out of it. Uh, and then uh, how the last one cast was. Uh, Aniston, you know, that that was the hard one to cast. She was a character that you might not like, you know, that she'd be, uh, they needed somebody who was that charismatic that people might get past a, an initial dislike of the character. Mm. It's interesting that Swimmer was the first uh, on board because I think we all thought maybe it was Courtney Cox, because if you go back to the early 90s in 1994, when that show debuted, she was kind of uh, the one name that people recognized or knew. That's correct. And they talk about that. The producers were saying how they really liked her. She was in the Dancing with the Dark video, the Bruce Springsteen video, and uh, they didn't want it to be the Courtney Cox show. They didn't want anybody too famous that they would overwhelm. They wanted six great actors and uh, they didn't want anybody really obvious. And I think that was part of the the way that it worked. Uh, just the, there's never been a show where the casting was so important and so central it was everything. And that's why people love the show was those six people. And not only was it those six, though, of course, they had a lot of great uh, guest stars uh, throughout the uh, years. And a lot of them have come back and are featured in this uh, special as well, Bill. 
Oh, there absolutely are. And some of that you, you would know from the special, uh, you know, Tom Selleck was on for like a season or so as a love interest for Monica. Uh, he's back. Uh, and they're sitting on the set, which is lovely. The, the, the reunion, much of it is on at uh, stage 24 uh, on the Warner Brothers lot. And the same set that people remember from the show. So they're on the couches, the chairs. So Selleck comes in, uh, Reese Witherspoon, who was on the show briefly, um, she comes in um, and, uh, you know, James Corden is hosting the reunion outside by the fountain part of it. So David Beckham just comes on and says how much he loved the show. There's even a, a Canadian or two in the mix. Don't want to spoil it all, but it, uh, it certainly there's packed with guest stars. Yeah, that's the thing that really got me is uh, some of these uh, stars, the stars of today that appear and just uh, how much friends uh, meant to them, influenced them. Uh, there's a great scene with uh, Lady Gaga who sings with uh, Phoebe, Lisa Kudrow, doing, uh, of course, her uh, friend's favorite, Smelly Cat, which I thought was really pretty good. <laughs> it was, you know, and I have to say, too, I was never a, a huge Friends fan. I got to confess, I had never seen the smelly cat episode, you know? So uh, I approached this special more as a casual fan. You could not miss friends when it was on. Of course it was on global monster hit on global in Canada. Uh, and uh, I remember meeting uh, Matthew Perry at the global studios. He came in just a few days before the series was about to premiere. Uh, Bob McAdory at the time was running entertainment desk and he, I was at TV guide. He invited me on to talk to Perry and Perry was just 24 and I'm sure he had an inkling his life would change, but I, I don't think he knew by how much that. Mm. And by the way, there's another great throwback. Uh, I loved Bob McAdory and I love the two of you on the news at uh, noon would watch that uh, all the time. Watch you guys to talk about and uh, cover uh, TV. And, you know, there is a great photo out there as well, Bill. I'm sure you've seen of uh, the six cast members, the friends that they flew them all to Vegas just before the show uh, premiered. And it was kind of like that last shot before they all really became uh, famous and became household names. And I think that's one of the things that kind of sticks out about this special is that very few people really know the, the kind of fame. I mean, if you weren't around for Friends uh, when it happened back uh, in the 90s, I mean, these six experienced fame unlike most people ever will. Yeah, they, it was like the Beatles. It was uh, just out, off the charts. They were on every magazine cover. Matt LeBlanc tells a story about how he knew things were different when just as the show was starting, there were helicopters overhead of his house, and there was a station showing all of their houses from the air where they lived. LeBlanc literally realized that his roof needed work, <laughs> and he went on a ladder <laughs> and got up there and inspected it afterwards. But that's how crazy it was. They had helicopters over their house as it was just starting. What was it about Friends, though? I mean, you mentioned the six of them and just uh, the great uh, chemistry that the cast had. But, uh, you know, I can honestly remember watching that show the night it debuted because it was part of that NBC must-see Thursday uh, right. lineup. Uh, I think, if I remember correctly, it was Seinfeld at 8, Friends premiered at 8.30, and then Cheers at 9. So yeah. pretty hard to fail when you're uh, sandwiched between those two shows. But I remember watching that first episode when uh, Rachel uh, ran away, runaway bride, walked away from her uh, wedding and just loving the show. Actually, from the moment I saw it, I just thought the, this thing's firing on all cylinders right out of the gate. Yeah. And all three of those shows, by the way, on global, uh, you know, was a dominant time. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, you know, I think in my own thinking, I'm a bit older than the cast and so um, I didn't connect with it quite as much as others. I think if you were the age of those actors, though, 
this would these were your friends. I think that was the connection that there was something more than just the episodes uh, that you just really related to these six people. And uh, that had a lot to do with the popularity of the series. Yeah, and it didn't really occur to me at the time, uh, Bill, but I read this uh, the other day about the show, and it's true because I am just right around the friend's uh, age. We're all basically the same age, and this was kind of one of the first shows that really tackled, uh, you know, leaving your home for the first time, and you've left school, you're trying to make your way in the world, the working world, and your friends are, are kind of your, your family right at that time. And that was sort of one of, if not the first shows to, to really speak to that, uh, that demographic or that group of people. Well, the, the creators and producers of the show are on the reunion special, uh, Kevin Bright, David Crane, and Marta Kaufman. And they talk about that crane in particular says that it's based on him and Kaufman, their life growing up, going to school and being friends in their twenties and uh, how it's an age that they wanted this show to reflect that it was a time when, Really, your friends are your family, you know, when you're in your 20s. And that's what Friends is all about. And do you think we will ever see a show like Friends? Or we mentioned Seinfeld and uh, Cheers uh, as well. I mean, those kind of shows that have got that sort of mass appeal or that mass uh, following or those days uh, gone as we've all splintered, the, the audience is splintered in all kinds of different directions. Yeah, it's hard to imagine now, Jeff. You're right. I mean, uh, this Friends finale was watched by 52 million people. A hit wow. on U.S. <laughs> network television now is about 5 million. Uh, broadcast has changed. But even if you're streaming, you know, say you're into WandaVision on Disney Plus or something on Netflix, you don't know how many other people are watching. And um, it's just a different measure now. So I don't think you're going to see uh, not... In, the, in my crystal ball, anyway, for a while, anything that has an audience like Friends every week on television. Yeah, and just finally, we've seen so many uh, reboots, of course, over the last uh, few years. And this is not a reboot. This is just a reunion and them uh, talking about uh, their experience and their uh, time uh, on the show. Do you think with obviously the massive appeal here, I mean, the server again went down at midnight, so many people trying to sign on to watch this. Do you think the cast could be talked into a reboot? Uh, do you think those offers are out there? I'm sure Warner's and HBO Max uh, would be okay with it, but uh, uh, it's addressed on the show. Uh, you know, Lisa Kudrow was asked that question, and she gives an emphatic no. And the reason is that the the creators formed such a perfect ending; it was one that left everybody in a good place, and they don't want to undo that by bringing them back. And I understand that. You know, the Producers have literally said over our dead bodies, too, by the way. They, they really don't want to spoil what they see as a perfect 10-year set. There's 235 episodes. People will watch them over and over and over again. So uh, I think um, I hope that they stick to it and don't bring it back. All right. Uh, to quote Chandler Bing, uh, could it have been any better? Yeah, <laughs> probably not. Going to bring it back. It'd be hard exactly. to do. Bill, great to, to chat as always. Thanks so much for the time this afternoon. My pleasure, Jeff. Anytime. All right. TV critic Bill Brio with us on the Friends reunion, which is streaming as of midnight last night.